0: Pushing Back Chaos with Melon, and
1: Mike, and Rap. Welcome back to another episode of Pushing Back Chaos with me, Paul Mellon McFadden. Hope you guys are all doing well out there. Pushing through another week. We're doing it together. Thanks very much for stopping by and uh, sharing your time with us. Joined by my usual compadre, Mike. How are you, mate?
0: How's it going, Melon? Um, Yeah, I've had better days. (laughs) And I I told you why, but uh, I'm still going because I woke up today. So there's that I had a had a coffee or two. And that's good. And did some reading, uh, which I'll kind of talk about a little bit today. Uh, Some stuff that's like really healthy, uh, getting back to where I'm at. But overall, man. um, Yeah, working through a lot of stuff. I feel like I haven't talked to you in like two weeks or something like that. Just life has just been yeah pretty heavy to say the least
1: yeah it's been it's been pushing right and in all areas in the in the four that we focus on the physical mental emotional and spiritual there's stuff going on for all of us across time and then you just get these peak times when you're getting you know it feels like you're sort of getting it on all sides you know you can break you can break your life down in different areas but that's always a good way a good framework we've found and uh yeah are you are you can you share with us uh (laughs) what some of the challenges are that you've been having
0: oh my god you know yeah you don't have to dig too deep no it's fine uh yeah why why not man because you know we all we all go through stuff every single one of us no one gets a pass we always say that but life happens no matter how good you do there's always going to be a little bit of downside right and different things um you know what, I, I, I kind of want to address the first elephant in the room, and me and Mellon just want to kind of talk about it real quick and acknowledge it. The last few episodes, it's been Mellon and I, um, or or a guest or something like that, and we're down our third amigo, our third musketeer, uh, Raf, and we just kind of want to address that a little bit. Uh, we had a big conversation uh, a little over probably a month, month and a half ago already, and uh raf needs to take a break um like i said none of us get a pass and there's priorities in our life uh that deal with uh, much bigger things than doing this show <laughs> right we we like doing this show mm-hmm. because we do believe it helps people and it can be an outlet or a conversation starter or different things and the only reason we believe that is because of the conversations we have after and the feedback that we get and it's very meaningful to us um but sometimes things are going on where that requires the focus. And, you know, we just want to acknowledge Raph for prioritizing his life and everything, uh, his health, his emotional stuff, his spiritual health, everything, his family, especially number one. Um, and he's off taking care of himself and Melon and I 1000% support him. Uh, and that's why he's not around. That's not why he's not here. But just so everybody's tracking why well, it's Mellon, and Mike, and Raph, and it's just been Melon and Mike. Uh, it's okay. We're all a team. We're, we we still, we still love them uh, and we're there to support them, but uh, you know, we're going to continue on, keep, keep the messages going, keep the conversations going and um, when and if Raph's ready to come back and he gets his time or whatever, then he'll be back on the show. No question. Um, but Yeah. So we just kind of wanted to address that. Melanie, you got anything?
1: Well, oh, I think everyone in our own lives, all of us, you know, we've all got regular lives where this is not some big money earner. We're not Joe Rogan here. This is a volunteer thing that we do for our, primarily like for ourselves, for our community, uh, you know, and all of us in our personal lives, I know all the listeners out there will have those times when work piles up and stuff's going on uh, in your personal life and you just <clears> – <throat> You have to be able to prioritize, and I think you know maybe a future topic could be uh, for us to work through like essentialism, which is like really making sure you're prioritizing the critical things in life that need your attention. And sometimes to do that, you've got to be able to say no to other stuff. And uh, you know, Raph is practicing what we preach, and it is focus on family. You know, build up the the, the strength from the center again. You can't uh, just keep pushing when you don't have the resources including time and energy and all the rest of it so um yeah exactly what you've said there mike we just he's uh, a close mate and he's an integral part of the team and we just like take as, as much time as you need to get yourself sorted yeah and uh yeah that's where we're at
0: yeah just to be very clear this whole show was ralph's idea he <laughs> he he was the brainchild. He created this. This was his <laughs> idea. He wanted to help people. Uh he wanted to bring good people around. It's I guess I don't know. I guess we're good people, Melon, but uh he, you know, he <laughs> we created this team for a reason and it was all from Raph's idea sitting around a table having a few beers down in Dallas, Texas. And uh yeah. so anyways, yeah, we love you, man. And you know, do what you gotta do and we'll see you when and if you get back. I'll always Always a seat open for the old TO.
1: Nice one. So, well, that's probably a, a perfect um, segue or stepping off point into the the topic that we want to talk about today, which no doubt people have uh, read the show notes or seen some of the information about the show. In, with an episode on back to basics, and uh, you know, everyone's got to everyone's got to get back to their theoretically right even people who are supposedly experts or, you know, I mean, we're not putting ourselves out there, but there's a certain stage in life when you've been doing something for, you know, I'd say more than 10 years. They do talk about 10,000 hours is a figure. I've seen people talk about that. That is a, a level of mastery you'll have uh, at that sort of stage in life. And if you think you've been doing a, a work week of at least 40 hours, 40 hours a week for a number of years, there are going to be things that you've got a, a certain level of expertise in. But as uh, Mike's been saying, no one gets a pass. And all of us got to return to basics. We've got to return to, to principles uh, that's get everything started again and, and rebuild that foundation from time to time. So uh, on, the, on the intro there, Mike, what sort of elements have been, have, have been coming up for you? <laughs> and it's going to tie into us talking about those physical, mental, emotional, spiritual parts again, what's been coming up for you that has been having this be a topic that is relevant to you and has been coming up in your life recently?
0: Uh, A a lot, like really, probably, I mean, we'll just go to the last seven days, man. It's been a whirlwind for me. (laughs) I I feel like I've been grinding and grinding at work so much uh, that that's been my focus and I really haven't focused on the other stuff like I should. Uh, And I know it. And I kind of lied to myself at some points and I'm like, no, no, I'll get I'll get to it. Or, yeah, yeah, I already know that. I, don't, You know, I don't need to revisit that, you know, whether it being like a, a gratitude thing or reading a little bit or like having some time to reflect and be like, oh, shit, I need to do better at this. I need to do better at that. You know, so it's like, yeah, I'm good. I got it. You know, complacency, if, if I'm being honest, just because I was so tired or focused on on work stuff. And it angers me. So when I get done with the day, I'm just like, damn it. I didn't hit the mark again, you know? And I lay there in bed and I think about it. I'm just like, I need to do this better. I need to get my ass up and go do this tomorrow, you know, and re I get another chance tomorrow. I'm going to do it right. Um, and I think that's everybody, right? We always struggle. We have our days and it's just some days, man, just pile. But, uh, first thing is I got a message the other day from, uh, our, our dear friend and one of my other mentors is Tony senior uh, six 30 in the morning said that he had um, to be rushed to the hospital to do emergency triple bypass surgery. And he was rushed in there 30 minutes later. He's in surgery. Um, crazy. He had two arteries blocked like 90%. The other one was hundred percent blocked asymptomatic. Uh, they went through, I called uh, Dr. Tony, his son is one of my best friends. And was messaging him through and be like, hey, man, please keep me updated. And like, I was all worried. And, you know, Tony Senior's kind of been like a second dad to me ever since my dad passed. Mm-hmm. He's been at every promotion, everything, party that I've had, welcoming home, deployments, like whatever. He's he's always kind of been there. And uh, so that's how I view him. And, um, yeah, needless to say, he's okay. The, there's no damage to his heart. And he's recovering fully. And the doctors are like, it's a miracle that there's no damage to his heart or that he didn't suffer a massive heart attack. Uh, They they don't really understand how or why. And I was talking to my mom about it last night for a while. And I think she said it the best way. She said, yeah, that's because someone with such a good heart doesn't deserve to have that done to their heart. And I was like, wow, mom, mm. <laughs> you know, I, first I read that poem last episode and then you're coming out with this gold, you know, I was like, yeah, you're an angel. But, uh, but yeah, so, so that kind of happened and he's recovering and I'm waiting to talk to him. He's just been resting up, uh, keeping on the health side. Um, I, I kind of took two, two, uh, two blows to, to my physical side. So one, I found out I have a jaw infection due to a uh, surgery that i had last year uh, in my jaw and um it's not due to too much talking is it going off yeah it's too we much bullshit too much bullshit getting <laughs> caught in my teeth
1: you know apparently Well <laughs> you didn't annoy someone at a pub by talking too much
0: and get i guess i guess so man i guess so but um so now i have to get reevaluated and I probably have to get a, uh, a bone graft done, like in, in my jaw and all this shit. So that's really annoying, which is affecting work. And, um, I mentioned that I, my knee injury that I had, that's kind of been lingering. Um, I kind of re-injured it beginning of last week. And, uh, in some cases it's hard for me to like walk. And with all the medical stuff, I've been waiting a month to get my MRI and I'm, 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 finally trying to get it done and get healthy. Uh, Cause my main focus with all of that is so I can work and be with my guys. Um, mm-hmm. I don't want to miss out on them. Like I, I don't want to miss one thing or one day, like where I'm not around or be able to do my job as, as a leader, but as a mentor and a teammate and a friend and like all this stuff, like I want to be there for them. So it's, it's very heavy, but um i got the okay yesterday that like hey whatever you need to do take care of you and everything's going to be all right and we want you ready for later for deployment you know and that just took a big weight off my shoulders i was nervous about it like what was going to happen to me and you know this that whatever so now i'm just kind of shifting it's like taking care of that um
1: that's a massive that's a massive acknowledgement of who you are and what you've been doing in the professional space or they just want to pause there, you know, for them to say, you got these issues, you got to, you know, you got some squeaky suspension in the, in the knee and you've been, <laughs> you've been catching too much bullshit in your teeth <laughs> that, that, that they're like, get that sorted and come back, get that sorted you know, and that you're not going to be shunted sideways or anything like that. And, I mean, we're talking about critical roles, and critical leaders in, in these key positions. It's a massive endorsement of who you are and what you've been doing in your professional role, which is obviously for the long-time listeners that they're familiar with what, what it is you do professionally. It's a, it's a big deal, like, and you know, you don't get to these positions easily. People, you can't just turn up and do the job one day and get that kind of response from the chain of command and get that kind of support so it's an indicator of a lot of effort over a lot a lot of a lot of time long duration so so well,
0: well done mate. It, it, i'll be honest it, it is a compliment and it did feel good but but i would be a fool if i wouldn't you know give credit where credit's due and that's that's to my guys that have done nothing but um Embrace the culture that we've built together, uh, carry the standard, address each other, um, accountability, like just kind of everything. And that has reflected among the group. Um, and hopefully that's what they see and that's what they hear. And that's what they feel is the the impacts. Um, maybe some things came from me. I'm very passionate when it comes in addressing things. And it flows in other guys. I mean, it's my job is to mentor and teach and mold other uh, other leaders and junior leaders and teach them how to be like that. Um, and I think they've embraced some of it, um, but they've also used their own techniques, which is great. Um, and uh, hopefully that's where it came from, that it wasn't just a single point. I highly doubt it, <laughs> you know, but, you know, hey, it's like, mm-hmm. hey, this is a good piece of the puzzle. Like, we don't want to lose this piece. Um, because it's one part of a really good team. It's not just one good part that we can't lose because, you know, (laughs) it's not about me all the time. So, but, uh, yeah. And then other than that, I had one of my really good friends, uh, Wayne visit, and I just want to talk about him as kind of going to go back into, uh, the topic that we're, we're going to cover today. My friend Wayne came down with his his wife In beginning of the week he heard you know I was kind of injured I was kind of down with a lot of stuff a lot of news and lots of weight going on and he's like the hell with this dude he's like I'll be down on Friday and I'm bringing the wife <laughs> oh okay yeah you know, so, and you know I don't get a lot of visitors down here people don't really come down and visit like they're always too busy so you know it kind of sucks but um he's like yeah dude i don't care i'm coming and so he came down we spent the weekend together cooked steaks talked went to the beach went to a concert um that guy oliver anthony he's a new like out of nowhere country singer singing about stuff we went down to north carolina and saw him in his first free live concert and it was awesome um if you haven't heard that guy go listen to him His message is very powerful fighting depression pretty much just speaking from his heart so it's really good, but um, but yeah, Wayne Wayne's story inspires me. The conversations we had over the weekend were really really great. Just a really big snapshot. I've known Wayne since high school. Um, after high school, he got he got mixed up in the wrong crowd, and he got into drugs. He got hooked on heroin and coke, and had a drinking problem. Had a um, uh, porn problem and uh yeah he had a rough decade a decade of living like that and he was loving it well I won't say he was loving it but like he was choosing to do those things because he didn't want to he didn't want to change he didn't want to put in the work he didn't know how to cope he didn't know how to go or whatever and just long story short over time he's woke. he's been woken up and a lot of good people have kind of surrounded him and gave him some amazing advice. He became a Mason. Um, I don't know too much about that, but I know they hold each other accountable and a lot of older people are mentors and kind of guiding him and he's clean. Doesn't really drink that much. um, And he's writing a book, a 365 day book now that him and I discussed a long time ago. And he said, you know what, man, I survived this. I want to go back to the basics. I want to kind of think about my life and what I went through all of that for. And I want to help other people who are struggling with the same stuff I did. So every day in my email, wow. I get an update for a one pager day by day by day with the date about 365 days, how to get past drug addiction and all the other stuff that he went through Realizing your purpose, what life is really about, what you're supposed to be doing—all these stuff—and I just want to say I'm very proud of him, very, very proud of him that right. he overcame and what he's doing with his life now. And seeing his purpose in life is to help other people, so it, it, it's just a lot, dude. And there was there was like one other thing which I'm not going to get into—it's relationship stuff—but it's kind of like revisiting that, and that's very powerful. And I'm trying to navigate it and think about a lot of things. So. um that was that was it, dude. That's a lot of shit, right? But tight window, yeah, mate.
1: It's big. So you know, we just want to extend our best wishes to uh, Tony Senior and his whole family, having coming through a, a critical health crisis. Those things can just absolutely derail not just the individual but the whole family. So we just send all of our love and support to them. He's been an an absolute. Uh, I know he, the role he's had in your life, Mike. But also, just coming on with us, an amazing three-part series we did on the uh, Tender Warrior with him, where I was I was able to experience his wisdom, and he just shared, you know, from that viewpoint 20, 25 years down the path in front of us, with the wisdom that he's gleaned from just a life applying these principles that we talk a lot about. So, just an extraordinary guy, and. You know, I was very happy to get a message from him saying he was resting up and uh, in recovery, effectively. But we just we send all of our love and best wishes to Tony and his whole family. For yourself, you know, <laughs> taking a few hits in the physical front, that also uh, and clearly a very physical role. When you have these impacts, um, and this is all inside that topic of uh, coming back to basics and the importance of doing that periodically you know I, in some ways i've had some of those uh physical issues myself and flying is a physical job you, know, you need to be able to maintain your, your your flight uh medical and got to stay fit and be able to you know pull g and take altitude changes and all that kind of stuff and uh yeah playing still playing rugby and still loving it actually and it's been really good for me overall but I do get acute injuries from time to time and I had had to take a knee literally and figuratively last year in September and and have surgery on my knee and uh, I've only just been able to return to training there and one of the things about coming back to basics, you know, was just allowing the rehab process enough time, the full time that it needed and not returning early but also, you know, not just sitting on the couch, not telling yourself that you're you're, you're taking action because the, the key in back to basics is that you're actually in action and you're returning to what worked for you and what you know works maybe doing research and equipping yourself but back to basics means you're in action it is verbs that you need to be doing and not sitting and so you know that rehab process i've just returned to rugby but i've had a couple of training sessions under the belt now but i had months of uh, strength training to get my knee back up and to build the physical strength. And I was, i got to tell you, Mike, I was suffering a bit because I was um, not able to do the cardio. I wasn't able to do the speed work that I've pretty much done my whole life. And mm. I was having a, i was having a hard time keeping my body weight where it normally is. And it was just sort of picking up and up and up and I was getting a bit frustrated. Anyway, I've been able to address that over the last couple of months, you know, just like, strict diet what did i do i returned to basics got right back to things that i know worked um i got to say going to italy
0: <laughs> <laughs> the
1: land of car- the land of carbohydrates was um not conducive so c- coming back from there and just getting really strict and picking up the cardio again has has been a re- really key to just drop some weight get some weight off the body and then get back out on the pitch and uh i got to say the first run back after quite a long time. And like I was doing spin classes and rowing and you can exercise all you like inside in the air conditioning, but back out on the pitch with my son for uh, rugby training and it was still the sun was down. It was 40 Celsius still, which is I think about 105 or 110 and dusty. And uh, I gotta I fertilized the pitch. I could not I could not keep it all down. I was in the red. I wasn't able to kick myself even in the yellow. You know, the engine lights were all on, and I just was having a hard time. But I pushed through and finished the session. It was ninety minutes, and and like getting that one done, that was the return to basics for me in that in that process. And I've just continued moving forward, and I felt a lot better. Yeah. So so both of us have had some experiences, and you know, like with the the physical side of things, the importance of getting back to basics to what you know, spending time researching and uh, getting information in and perhaps making some updates. But you know the basics of applying yourself in a physical way to deal with a physical ailment with diet and exercise and rest and all of that stuff. super important, right? Because in inside the return to basics, there's a couple of key principles, I think. And and the first one is getting clarity around the concepts again. So you may think you know something, but when you return to basics, you know, you get back to first principles, you've got to revisit those concepts. So, you know, foundational information for, in, for us here, we're talking physically. And and the second thing that comes with that is the humility and openness of yeah. being able to say, I've got to I've got to pull back from where I'll or I wish I was or where I thought I was and just come back in here and get some get some reps in on the basic stuff.
0: Yeah. Do you everything, have any other uh yeah, yeah, go ahead. Yeah, every everything's always changing, right? And I think we can call ourselves the master of something at any one point for a small time frame, you know. Yeah. Hey, I need you to do this task this way, and I need you to get it perfect. Okay, cool. I'll work at it. Boom. I nailed it. All right, for that time and and our life, yeah, we mastered it. Uh, a week later, a day later, a year later, a decade later, whatever. That thing is no longer the same, more than likely, because people change, the environment change, information changes, um, feelings change, literally everything changes. And it's just like, are you really the master again? Are you still? Hey. Or has technology been updated? Uh, procedures, have they been updated? Uh, <laughs> you go down the list, right? And if you walk around with this, you know, your shoulders back, your chin up all the time, like, I know everything. I'm good. Like, no, no, I, I know exactly what to do. I know exactly how to handle this. Uh, And you don't have any of that humility. I think you're. Over time, I've learned this. Um, Some even some of the things we've spoke about on past episodes in the three years that we've been doing the show. Some of it is coming back and and bit me because, you know, I thought maybe I knew the perfect way to handle things and maybe that's from one perspective from myself, (laughs) but I didn't learn about someone else's perspective or what they were going through and maybe it was the wrong way to handle it, even though I thought it was right. Um, It wasn't malicious. I know I can tell you that, you know, it wasn't like I was trying to hurt someone or whatever by doing it. I was like, well, maybe I can help by doing this. Um, but it wasn't the answer. You know what I mean? So it's like, Hmm, what do I need to do? And this is a feeling I've had recently in the last couple of weeks is just, I need, I need to get back into the student mindset. I need to, mm. I can give myself credit for the growth that I've done for, for the work that I've done because and this is just how I feel, you know, there has to be a confidence within you that, you know, what you're doing and where you're putting your time and your energy and being confident is, is a good thing. I know I've put in a shit ton of work into my life, my Mm. relationships, my circle, my faith. Uh, am I perfect? No. Am I, do I still struggle? Yes. You know, dude, I'm, I'm a human. Mm. (laughs) Like I can't, I can't, I can't nail it every time, but, you know, I see a lot around me and I hear stories about, uh, I'll just keep it with other men, man. It's becoming harder and harder to hear from good men or to hear stories about good men, just lost after the wrong things, chasing the wrong things. Mm. It's just, you know, it's, it's tough, man. It's, it's, it sucks to hear because one, it's just like, why is that happening? And there's a lot of reasons, but then also too, it's like, you hear women talk about it and it's just like, you know, you, Mike, you're different. You know what I mean? Like I, when I compare you to like other people that I know, it's just, you're just different from other guys. Like you talk about your emotions, you talk about real things, hard things, you admit when you're wrong. Um, You try to always find something positive positive. Uh, within the situation mm-hmm. and then you want to share it you want to talk about it you don't hide from it you know what i mean like that's that's a compliment to me you know because that's real connection with another person um and that's who i want to be you know like we should have that balance that yin and the yang that melon has has spoken about it's like yeah you're 80 percent masculine but you should have some feminine qualities because that's what relates you to women and children you know to to be a, a good oh, yeah. man in their eyes and that's yeah that's what I've learned through conversation, through reading, through the Bible, through preaching, like just, just kind of everything on a lot of good angles. I've learned that. And that's who I want to be, man. And I'm very clear on that. But we're going back to the basics. What what does that mean? You know, and exactly how we opened it. It's the physical, the mental, the emotional, the spiritual sides going back and and rechecking. uh. Are we still on the right path? Are we still prioritizing the right things? What do we really want? What's going to get us there? Mm. What's holding us back? How about that one? That damn question. What's holding us back from getting to where we want to be in any one of those aspects? Um, That might be one of the hardest things to do. I think that question sticks out to me as I said it. You have to make some admittances. That as good as you think you are and as perfect as you think you are and everything that's going on, I guarantee because there's one in in my head right now, I guarantee we all have something that's holding us back and we don't want to talk about it. We don't want to admit it because in some way, shape or form, it makes us feel like we're a piece of shit or, you know, we don't deserve love. We don't deserve to be cared for. We don't deserve something. Yeah, One, go ahead. I think you made a, a really
1: good point in there, Mike, where you're talking about you can acknowledge that there's an area you want to work on, you want to refocus or come back to and revisit. Um you want to get back to the basics in an area. And I think you made a really good point there that you're not going back with zero. Like it is you don't want to have a false humility. You don't want to be putting yourself down or failing to uh see in yourself the areas where you have built built up to a certain level of performance like you you should have a healthy self esteem about the areas in your life where you are performing well or where you've made improvement you know you want to you want to be able to recognize and pat yourself on the back and reward and promote continued progress in those areas so i think that's the first step you know like if you know that you've addressed some physical element or you know, hey, I've gone out and I've addressed mental. I've gone and educated myself in a certain skill. I've gained some qualifications. Like don't throw that away. Like take that with you so that you, you know, you're building yourself up and you're feeling good as you're moving. Uh, you, you're you recognizing that there's a goal out in front of you, but you are progressing. That's what I'm trying to say here. Don't, don't give that away because that motivation is very important. The... You also touched on in there one of the one of the, the other bullet points that I had here, which was like mastery and how it how it's it's got like a, a time, a duration of effect where things are gonna pass if you if you don't, you know, you don't polish that uh gemstone and it's gonna lose its luster in any area, you know, like skills fade. <clears throat> I know that you and I both are in a field where, you know, you, You get yourself to a certain level of performance in, like for me in flying, like teaching a certain way. And then if you don't continue to practice it and and work on it, that atrophies, it fades. You know, it's like a a skill that will drop off without constant attention. And so one of the, the things I was going to say is refining your mastery is one of the benefits that comes from returning to basics. I think that that is what you were touching on there, Mike.
0: yes yeah and and there's an old saying that you know i remember for a while is be the best at the basics yes as stupid and as simple as that is it's the truth like you you feel like well if i always stay doing the basics then i'm never going to become special i'm never going to become elite i'm never going to become a master uh famous or you know professional whatever man and it's like how many people, especially these days, how many people want to skip step one, two, and three, and just be like yeah, 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 yeah. I, I, I already got it. You know, let, let's get to yes. the sexy stuff. Let's let's get to the yeah. to the hard stuff, like the ex- exciting stuff. You know, you know, <laughs> I'm sure Melon, as a young Air Force officer, wanted to get in his first, you know, F A eighteen and do like a uh, I don't even know what maneuvers are. I don't even know Top Gun, so some crazy maneuver and dogfighting fighting or whatever. And they're like, okay, this is a plane. This is how it flies. And you're like, what the hell am I learning about this deal? I want to get up there and dog fight. You know what I mean? Like, I don't need to, I don't give a shit about this stuff and it's all basics. But when you really step back and you go, okay, what are the basics of my job? What are the basics of my relationship at home? What are the basics of being a father? What are the basics of being a friend? What are the basics of being a teammate? Really think about it, man. And if you don't have the answers, there's plenty of literature. There's plenty of things out there to help guide you um, from a lot of good leaders. Uh, and then also to within, within faith, you know, like read about what God wanted for you and how he formed you to be and what qualities that you should have to lead a, a healthy uh a healthy life a successful happy life um and that's something i've learned man every time i put so much power and faith into a human into a person i still fail at some level because humans are fouled and and that's something none of us are perfect we all do things for different reasons and Sometimes it works. Sometimes it doesn't. But uh, being honest for me, every time I've tried to follow God and his vision for who I should be, I just keep finding my, my life getting better <laughs> in a lot of aspects. Not perfect, but a lot better. And it, that's just how it works. Um, it, it kind of encouraged me to uh, order this book that I'm reading right now, and it's mm. called uh, The Purpose Driven Life. What on Earth Am I Here For? It's by Rick Warren. Uh, Thirty five million copies sold. So I think there must be some good stuff in there. (laughs) 35 million. Yeah. Yeah. That's it. And I'm reading this, this chapter and it's like, what drives your life? And, um, you know, some of the main points in here that really jump out to me that I, I, I know everybody can relate to is many people are driven by guilt, by resentment, by anger, by fear, materialism, and the need for approval. And if, And it was just talking about all these things. And I think when we allow those negative things to cloud our, our mind, our heart, um, it clouds the basics, it clouds all that because you get arrogance, cockiness, you get, you know, dude, I mean, guilt, fear and anger alone can ruin your day, can ruin your week, your life, relationships. It's going to bleed over into everything. And I speak from that from experience because I went through a period in my life where I was fearful and angry and pissed off that people hurt me mm. and treated me the way they did and, you know, disrespect and all, all this stuff, you know, and I found it bleeding into everything because I bottled it up and I held it. But I wasn't going back to the basics and letting that go, practicing forgiveness for myself, which was the key, uh, and trying to move forward and continue that path of hey, I I envision myself as being this kind of person, this kind of man, this kind of partner, this kind of son, this kind of teammate, so on and so forth, and the basics from well-respected sources, my mentors um the bible and all these books that i've been reading about there's really good things mostly based off of faith if you you really think about it and and read it um and this is just another time in my life where i i kind of feel like the injury has stopped me and slowed me down it's kind of saying hey Mm -hmm. fucking stop and and i say the f word just because it was a jolt to me it was very hard um And it's like, Hey, I need you to stop right now. I need you to refocus on things because if you continue down this path, Mike, you're going to fall apart. And it's, Mm. and I feel that, I feel it and I don't like it. So it's very important. this is why we're talking about it. I'm addressing it. I'm addressing it. I don't want to run from it. I'm addressing it. Yeah. Yeah. I I mean, there's,
1: there's ways of focusing on the basics. And I think you've hit two really good ones there, like books. We have access to the greatest minds in in what has been written. There are just amazing books. And if you were to start with a list of books that have been read by 35 million people, I think you're going to find that you're not going to get the numbers like that without having hit some amazing truths and uncovered some amazing principles that have delivered results for people. But in whatever area it is, there's going to be certain key books that you can either find new ones or that you can revisit old ones and you can get those lessons back. So I think that's a key one. Another way of returning to basics is to look around at your circle and be like, who am I spending my time with? Who am I allowing in to influence me in this, in this time or in this area of my life? And a return to basics might be that you need to reduce time with certain people. It might be that you need to increase time with others. You, you might need to reprioritize certain relationships and and look at ones that are not being beneficial for you. Or it might be that for a time, my wife loves saying, people come into your life for a reason, a season, or forever. You know that people maybe are a chapter, and you can let them be there when you need them. It might be you need particular coaching or something in a moment to address something or it might be that you need to think, Hey, there are some people here who've got some toxic behaviors and I can see the influence on me. That might be the return to basics that we're talking about. So two concrete ways of thinking about it are getting access to these great minds, these great thinkers who've uncovered principles that have delivered results consistently for people. And the second one is really looking at your circle and being like, who is in my circle at the moment? Remember Rico in, the uh, the amazing explosive ordnance disposals, special forces soldier sharing his experiences from the war on terror. And you know, I think it was episode four. Is that right, Mike? Heart of Darkness? Yes. From Pushing, pushing Back Cars. He, he, at the stage of life he's in now, is he said it's very easy to have your boarding pass taken away from that inner circle. And it's very difficult to get a boarding pass to get in. And it's like you can really... You can, you can see and hear in that episode when he's talking about he's super careful on who he lets in, really intentional, like I'm going to select really amazing people and bring them in. And I think that there's a lot of lessons in that that have us return to basics, return to what has had us succeed in the past is when we've had amazing people around us, people who lift us up and encourage us to be better, people who give it to us straight. The kind of relationship I've got, I've got with Mike where he just <clears> – <throat> He will tell me, you know what I mean? I'm not going to die wondering if if he thinks I'm letting myself down or behaving in a way that's going to let my family down. He knows I'm not going to achieve it. According, I'm not living according to my values or principles. That's the kind of friend that you want in your life who's going to have your best interests, like big picture uh, in mind when they're relating to you. Yeah. Do we want to talk about about the return to basics, Mike? Perhaps uh, professionally, because this is something that's been coming up for me just like literally this week, which is a big part of why we decided to have this chat. We yeah. Want yeah. To no. Some of this.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Go ahead. Go ahead and share about it, man. I mean, I, I think it's uh, you know something that Melon kind of came off, and he was kind of laughing about it. He's like, "Man, I haven't done this in eight or nine years," and he's talking about it. And I'll let him explain the story, but you know. As, as an older guy, as a, as a leader, professionally, it's like, yeah, I've I've been there, done that. And oh, yeah, I don't need to go back and do that stuff. And, you know, do I, do I skip out on something sometimes? Yes, we all do. Like, we prioritize, hey, I need to do this versus yeah. that, because I've already done that six times or whatever. Okay, got it. Um, it's just the way it goes sometimes. But um, I think there's some good points in here. So go ahead, Melon. Yeah, yeah. So, in my role at the moment, uh, we train
1: pilots, obviously, but we also train uh, the US Navy column Rios, rear radar intercept officers, and other air forces call them weapons systems operators. So they're the guys who operate the the radar and the weapons and radios and, and so on, the two seater aircraft when you see uh, fast jets flying around, two people in them. So I've been doing that training for, and I, th- I, th- I think it's about eight years after starting instructing pilots back in 2006. So we're talking, I've got quite a lot of experience in in flying instruction. Anyhow, it was, it just became clear at work that there was a need to get a couple of extra uh, pilot instructors on the line again. And so they pretty much put the word out and requested a couple of senior guys change back over. And so I've had, Myself this week, I've been like fully 100% back to basics, flying with some of my other colleagues that I've worked with for years but I have not flown with because our roles are separate. And I've had to fully return back to like that uh, mentality of a beginner with that, right, I'm going to have to just put aside all my experience. I'm going to have to display some of these key um, characteristics you need when you return to basics. Oh, I think the first the first one is that I said there was step two is humility and openness of just being able to go, right, I need to learn this stuff. Like I'm here now as a student. And in some situations I'm more senior than the guys I'm flying with. So, you know, I've got to make sure that they feel that they can instruct and I'm not putting a wall up. Hmm. So anyway, I've been going through, I've been going through legit, fully back to basics really beginner type stuff where I also have a lot of proficiency in teaching all the way through quite advanced maneuvering and you know leading guys down the path to be able to go into those fast jets. Um, you know, I've got a lot of mastery in that area. And so like today I was doing total beginner stuff right right back in the beginning. And you know, I've got to go up tomorrow and I've got an evaluation mission. That I've got to achieve a certain standard back, get my proficiency back, and it's not going to be where where it was when I was doing that day in day out. You know, like I'm, I've got to be cognizant of where I'm coming from with my recent experience, but you know, I've got a certain amount of professional pride, and I'm really aiming to deliver a quality um, assessment. Like, and it's a full assessment, and if I'm not applying these things that I've been talking about getting the clarity of the concepts, we're talking about, you know, a pilot flying a plane, pardon me, the humility for myself to go in with openness and make sure that I'm getting myself uh, updated with that refinement of mastery. Like what are the, have the procedures changed? Are we still doing things the same way? Um, And then, and then principle four being adaptation to change. And so I'm, I'm really doing my best to apply exactly what we've been talking about, and you know, funny old thing. This is why the this is why the topic has come up. This is what's happening in in our lives at the moment, so that I'm able to get out there and regain the qualification, get out there into the world, and and then apply myself professionally again, doing something I haven't done for a long time. Have you got anything to say on that topic, Mike?
0: Yeah, that's a lot, man. <laughs> it's, uh, that, that, that's a lot. But uh I, I'm i curious to hear that once you kind of some of the stuff that you were talking about it, you know, once you complete it, I am curious to hear your responses to be like, uh, yeah, you know what? It was a good thing that I went back and did this because I did learn something or I did think of mm-hmm. it a different way than I did a long time ago or this, that, whatever, maybe a new way to apply it. Maybe something comes up with an interaction with somebody else that came away as a positive. I don't know, but I'm curious to hear how it goes after and then kind of what your points have taken away about revisiting, like why it was a good thing. Even now, I
1: know that I've had real positive benefits from this process, just going in and flying with these other colleagues that I've I've worked really closely with, but I've not flown with. To just be in the aircraft with, with with someone. It's a very um everyone can picture their own driving lessons, perhaps, back in the day when they were getting taught how to drive, and you have a really close relationship with that that one other person in the vehicle. So you've got your helmet on the intercom, and your voice goes straight into their ear, and their their voice goes straight into your ear. And so it's a really close one-on-one uh experience. And to to fly with these guys who who are the most experienced instructors in the world, and to to get to so open myself up and be like right you know give it to me like let me know let's see how we can get this better make sure i'm getting myself back with the basics and and, and these concepts already i've had a, i've really enjoyed and i you know i had some reluctance no one wants to be like right you're going to have to go back to the beginning again and uh and and do a course and and get assessed it's not necessarily going to be at the top of everyone's list you know because you can feel like you're under the microscope but just the course itself i've really gotten a lot out of and I've enjoyed just just the flying, just purely getting back into that, you know, super simple stuff. Simple when you're doing it a lot. And, uh, yeah, taking that opportunity to have these other guys impact me, you know, and and, and see what sort of a standard they're at. And, and honestly, it's, it's, it's uh, challenging to think, All right, I've got to lift my game to get back to the standard these guys are at in this area. You know, if I could take them out and show them all the stuff that I do, fine. You know, I could stand on my laurels and be like, yeah, 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 I'm really good at this other area. But no, no, this is the game at the moment. It's back to basics.
0: There you go. I mean, he already kind of answered it. You know, he's already benefiting from it. He don't have to wait. He can already have some foresight and and see. Because we all really know, it's just like, do I have to go back and do the basics? No, because I don't want to. It seems petty. It seems small. I'm already above that. But then it's like, okay, Usually, when you have to go back and do the basics, very rarely do we get it hundred percent. We might get it close, like ninety five percent. We're like, ah, yeah, I made a little mistake there. Ah, yeah, I try to do this, and then you're like, yeah, but I'm still good. Hey, don't give me too much shit. Yeah. You, you know what I mean? Like, and then and then the, the, the guys that like perceive you are just like, oh, Mister Perfect, oh, you, you you messed it up, and it's like, yeah, 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 I did. Were you
1: in? Were you watching my types? Is that what you're
0: doing? <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, but I need to uh, now. Apparently. <laughs> yeah yeah and uh yeah no, I it's it was, good yeah i thought it was funny it's good. Not, not not to get it to like this thing but i just thought it was funny um melon was interacting with a student and, and there was some misperceived language and it was just like hey man get him a we're gonna have coffee together you know oh melon's a big softy you know he's 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 being a nice guy and then somebody talked to one of melon's colleagues and was like i guarantee you melon wasn't that nice <laughs> <laughs> it was something like yeah, there was zero
1: percent chance melon was being nice.
0: <laughs> no, that's good, man. Uh, um, yeah, yeah. Professionally, it's it's always a thing, man. It's um, it, it's it's always a process. Life in general is always a growing and learning process. It, it really should be. At no point should you ever arrive. And and I know we spoke about that from like episode one and. <laughs> You should never be in a position where you're just like, yep, I reached the point. I am good for the rest of my life, for the rest of my career. Um, it, it just doesn't work that way. It's just sit around and expect failure then. Um, I, I, As a senior leader in my job, I always find it challenging to go back because now I have to go back to the basics because example for me, that's, that's always a thing now in this period of my training is. I need to teach the new guys the basics. Mm. That's it. I don't need to teach them the crazy, sexy stuff, the advanced stuff, do whatever. I need to teach you the basics on everything, everything in order for you to progress. You have to have a solid base. You have to have a good, solid understanding of the concepts of why we do things Mm. the way we do, how we do things. Um, and, And ultimately within my job, the reason that those are so important is because everything has been learned through blood. It's, it's not sitting around writing a book of good ideas. It's because people have been hurt or killed because we didn't do things right or the best way. So it's a lot of pressure. It's a lot of responsibility. Right. But I, I don't want to be known as like, Oh, well, he only likes doing the cool sexy shit and we're going to skip the basics and just, you know, check the box. And it's like, no, 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 no. If I don't teach them the basics, if I don't teach them why this is so damn important and get it through their head, through their heart, through whatever it's going to take, and they go overseas and something bad happens to them, I'm going to take that very personally, that I didn't take the time, that I was lazy, that I didn't give a shit, something, and I need to make sure they know why we're doing this mm-hmm. and to do the basics. The rest will come. Speed happens later. Confidence comes with time and and good repetitions um the sexy stuff and the advanced stuff that will come that will just stick around keep learning and then before you know it you're going to be the old guy you're going to be the the master you're going to be teaching the basics you know and then you're going to feel a whole nother purpose a whole nother responsibility of like man it's not just about me you know, but being a leader in that realm and sharing stuff and making your circle or your team or your family better—you know—going mm. back to the basics, man. There's nothing wrong with it. Even though when it sucks, it's annoying. It's beneath you, almighty God. You know, but yeah. <laughs> sky god. I mean, because whatever
1: people, exactly right. I mean, people are always watching. You know, you're you're in a senior role now. I'm in a senior role what we do and there's a certain amount of credibility that's going to it's going to escape you <laughs> if you can't perform simple tasks well you know like for you I'm I'm sure all everyone could imagine shooting right if you, if you're not able to accurately shoot in your position and you're trying to lead you, your team there's going to be gaps you know if I'm if I'm not doing accurate takeoffs or landings, if I'm, you know, the standards are slipping and people can see it. Like there's going to be huge issues that are going to come up in the team later. And and like you're saying, you know, the ability to impart knowledge, the ability to uh, demonstrate and rectify issue, uh, other people's faults, that's always going to come out of these uh, basics of the return of principles. Yeah. All right. So, so the four, the, the four points I had for the return to basics, back to basics, were clarity of concepts. So re-familiarise yourself with the fundamental stuff. The second one was humility and openness. That's a personal trait that you're gonna you've got to force yourself to use, and it's going to be necessary when you do return to basics to take it all on again. The third one was that you get the opportunity to have refinement of your mastery. You can either update uh, to the newest and latest, or it can just be revisiting repolishing that gemstone gets it uh, bright again. The fourth one, adaptation to change. So as Mike's saying, there is no static environment. What worked yesterday is not going to work tomorrow and we need to make sure that we are able to move with it. And the fifth last one that I just want to put out there as a key principle for Back to Basics is take responsibility for your failures or your weak areas. So yes. these could be relationships, could be physical, like uh, Mike and I are dealing with some knee issues it could be mental looking for educational courses that you can do to address stuff I mean, you know, knowledge deficiencies and it could be emotional it could be relationships where you've got to go and go I've got to put my hand up and say that that area is my responsibility and I can address it by returning to basics so a framework of five points for everyone there uh, Mike did you have any other points you wanted to drop just before we wind up here
0: uh, you, you nailed it perfectly with those points, Melon. Um, I'm going to throw my challenge out, uh, as I like to do, because I, I wrote it down. I'm thinking about myself and I'm going to write it in for me. Uh, what can you revisit the basics on? Okay. And I'm going to ask you these three questions and I want you to write them down think about it. Uh, the first one, how can you be a better blank insert, whatever just came to your mind? right there how can you be better at that um when you when you acknowledge what it is what defines being a good whatever you thought of is it being a father a friend a, you know a spouse a son a teammate a boss a leader like whatever what defines being a, a good one of those and then my third question is where did you get that info and advice who told you that where did you read that all of those things that is a huge key i think of where we revisit the basics uh and this whole time i've been thinking about tony senior and some of the things that mm-hmm. he's shared with us um sometimes when you're revisiting the basics it's not going to the friend that's going to say hey mate let's crack another beer and sit on the couch and and and, and piss and moan right mm-hmm. it's no i went to the person who I am inspired by who's living a good life. They have a great, healthy relationship. They love me. They care about me. They're selfless. You know, I can go down the list. I'm going to listen to somebody like that first and I'm going to trust them more. And then also, too, I'm going to do a little bit more reading like this book, The Purpose Driven Life by Rick Warren. This is a faith based book. This is relating to the Bible. And like I said, for me personally, I'm not preaching here. For me personally, when I follow God, My life gets better when I follow people, not as much. Uh, So think about those three questions. How can you be a better blank? What defines being a good blank? Where did you get this info and advice? And I suggest you go back to there and revisit where you're getting advice and then ask yourself um, that in reverse. Once you get the information and you know what defines it, then build your plan on how you can be a better blank and i think uh we can all improve at least on one damn thing after listening to this right right absolutely nailed it Mike. so
1: until next week guys good luck uh take a look at these areas of your life see what you can where you can stand to benefit from getting adopting a beginner's mindset again and returning back to some of the basics and uh Share this out into your network if you've taken benefit from it. We'd love a review. And uh, yeah, let us know questions for future topics. Take care.